is one thing like you everyone does it where you just look on social media and you're like oh i wish i would like look at this person's vacation and oh it's not fair mm-hmm. or you know always wanting something else yes. instead of like appreciating what you have and who you're spending your time with Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to The Mustard Seed. I'm Andrew. And I'm Ryan. Join us on our journey. It's Wednesday morning. You know what that means. Wednesday morning in a brand new studio. Brand new. Look at this studio. Can we call it a studio? Is that the right term? Yeah. Yeah. We're in the set. Um, This is pretty cool, honestly. This feels so just professional. We got all the lights here. We got a little setup. Shout out for the sign. Right now we got the sign. Nice sign. You can see it. The mustard seed. So this is a new, we talk about new beginnings. Yeah. This is another step. Another new beginning. On, we have a lot of new beginnings. But yeah. I think that's one. that's a great thought for everyone in our faith. It's always yeah. a new beginning. And it's uh, what we're going to talk about today brings in the new beginnings and stuff like that. Yeah. What we can talk about and plug everything in. Yes. To it. Exactly. Um, I had one. So, you know, a couple, like, I guess a year ago, remember it was like, what's uh, more, uh, is there more wheels or doors, right? That was the big debate everyone was having. Yes, I do remember that. So I was thinking of one too, because my son's into cars. Okay. And what hurts more, stepping on a car, a toy car, or a Lego? Oof. You know, me, I say the, the, um car because you ever i you ever step on one i was limping for like a week (laughs) (laughs) i stepped on a little convertible and i had like a bruise in the middle of my foot (laughs) those cars are all over you got so many of those cars i could i'd imagine you stepped on quite a few i don't know i legos are pretty sharp like they got those edges yeah in the corners if you fit that just right that could hurt i'm telling you i mean (laughs) i guess i haven't got to lego stage so i haven't really I don't remember stepping on that many Legos, but for me, I think the 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 cars right now are. I think that's much more lethal than a <laughs> Lego. Watch out for the car, <laughs> the uh, the convertibles, the trucks. You got ambulances. Oh There's all sorts of cars. So yeah, <laughs> that that definitely would not feel good. I right now, I feel like we haven't gotten to that point. So we're okay. I haven't worried about all the things you can step on are soft, like Mr. Sloth. (laughs) Mr. Sloth is soft enough. (laughs) Yeah. I actually, speaking of babies, I actually had one of those like really cool moments this week uh, with Elliot. So I think I've told you about this. Like Elliot does not, when it's bedtime, all he wants is mommy. Like he's just. Oh yeah. Yeah. Logan too. Yeah. It was just, we've been through like a long stretch. It was funny when he was a baby it was okay. It didn't really matter too much. I guess he's too young to really understand. So I was able to go in at nighttime and like help him calm down and like put him down for sleep. But I don't know, he hit an age where all of a sudden it was like, I, I just need mommy. Like if it's bedtime, all I want is mommy. But like, I wouldn't give up because I didn't want to like, just kind of leave Ronnie alone with all of that. And also I wanted to be able to get him to that point where he was actually like cool with daddy putting him to sleep. But I finally had a breakthrough this week. And it was awesome. I, I like never had that feeling where I was actually like, where he was sleeping in my arms and being able to like put him down oh, yeah. and then to like feel him sleeping. And like, he was just so calm. It was just like one of those cool moments. It really, it, it hit differently. It was funny. Cause we talked last week about the idea of like living in love or loving the way Jesus loves, like how you can look at your, your son or your wife with the idea 
of what, how does Jesus view that person? So that was something that's been on my heart a lot lately, like trying to really take in those moments and realize like you're having that moment. Yes. And like, I had that moment, like I was just sitting there and he was, he was laying down and I was just helping him fall asleep. And like that moment hit and I was like, wow, like this is what it feels like to be able to look through the eyes of Jesus and to try and love that way. It was just so, it was really, uh, it was really neat. (laughs) um, Logan's all about uh, mommy too, when it comes to yeah, uh, mother's love, you can't beat that. Uh, He used to not be that way. He used to only sleep on my chest. Oh yeah. Yeah. He would only, when he was a little baby, he would only sleep on my chest. And uh, for the longest time, he just, I was up until three in the morning while he was sleeping on me, (laughs) like hoping I don't nod off. And I'm like, Oh no, he's on the floor. (laughs) You just go. Yeah. It is cool. I realize what Ronnie has been enjoying all this time. Like it's, it can be a challenge to try and put, well, a baby to yeah, sleep, once they but... once they get uh you know smarter like toddler age talking wise then they try to do every step in the book just to you know not go to not bed. go to sleep <laughs> yeah i've already started to notice yeah. that he he he's getting aware to be able to like oh no it's bedtime like yeah. let's play but yeah it was a really cool moment for me just to have that little breakthrough there because it's not like throughout the day like I feel like it's only at bedtime, right? Where it's just like, I need mommy. But that was, it felt good. And now I'm kind of like at that point where I can just like, I don't know, that whole idea of being able to look through the eyes of Jesus, like it, it kind of like was almost a turning point in a way where I was like, wow, like to feel that, it just gives me a different appreciation. And I just want to kind of stay in that moment. So, but that also actually ties into a song and something that kind of. Oh yeah, we need to. Yeah. Playlist. This week, the trend. What do you got for. Uh, I got. uh as I texted you, Rattle. Rattle. Um, I love that song. Um, Jess texted me. Uh, actually, she was on the phone while I was at work, and she's like, you need to listen to this song and uh, t- talk about it on the on the show. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad she did, because I've been listening to it on repeat. I love that song. <laughs> yeah. That was on, it was on my playlist. So I was familiar with it when you texted me. It's got one of those cool, uh, like, just contemporary upbeat mm-hmm. type of vibes to yeah. it that you're like, you can kind of really like vibe along with it and a lot of people um i was talking about with people uh, talking about the song with people uh at work um a lot of people don't really know that story of elijah and the bones yes so it was good to uh you know have a nice little talk with some people at work sure workers yeah it's cool how that can music can really create those conversations music i felt like has been uh like a little bit of a turning point for me with my faith Cause I hadn't really, like when we were younger, we would listen to a lot of Christian music and just, that was something that like, it was easy for my mom to put on for us. But then you get older and you kind of get into like just music that you want to listen to. That's cool. And that's like with the times. But when Exodus, that was one of the pieces of Exodus. It was like, you know, replace music with praise music and gospel and things like that. And there is so many good music, just so much good music out there. It, It took me a while to, uh, get into it like yeah i, I it think feels I, funny at yeah, first, right? <laughs> I, re- I rejected it so much in the beginning like i just was like i i don't know why i just didn't think that that type of music was for me but then once you like get into it you know because i'm not a country person so i just i just uh 
associated it with country oh yeah so i was like i can't get into that yeah but it is not like there is uh some rock there's even christian christian uh rappers i know so i can't get into that i've tried (laughs) that one is a little funny to me because it's like dude when you listen to the lyrics yeah and then you it just doesn't mix (laughs) i don't know it didn't work for me that well but you're right like there are so many different artists out there and and i guess avenues that you can find something that is matches with what you listen to or what you enjoy but it it gives you kind of like an uplifting feeling in a sense you know it was funny i was texting my friend this week and he asked me about post malone's album because post malone just came out with an album and when we were in college like we loved to listen to post malone and i always liked his vibe and kind of what he was his music and how it sounded and the last album that just came out i listened to it and i was like yeah I just said, eh, I wasn't really into it. And he texted me and he was like, oh, wow. Like, he said, post <laughs> Yeah, post texted me. No, my friend texted me and he was like, what do you think? I said, ah, I was okay. And he was like, what do you mean? And he was like, it was just like his original album. Like, I loved it. And I was like, uh, wait, let me listen to it again. And I realized I wasn't loving the lyrics. It just didn't. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't vibe. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's, I guess that's cool. That means that I'm kind of starting to become a little bit aware of those types of things because you don't realize, like we talked about that a couple of weeks ago, like the subtleties that mm. can change, you know, what you think just because of what you're absorbing. And like music can be so powerful with that. And it can be positive in that way. If you listen to the right things, I think it can really uplift you and help you kind of have a better appreciation for, for our faith. Because there are some really cool songs out there that just that resonate. So Rattle is a great one. I love that song. If people want to listen to Rattle, I believe yeah. that Zach Williams. Maybe I I don't want to say the wrong artist, but Brandon Lake. Brandon Lake. Okay, there you go. So Brandon Lake. Um, so tying into what I just mentioned before, this was again something that's been on my heart with the idea of a, a father and a son and kind of the love that Jesus has for us. The song that's been I thought I thought was just it's one of the classics. It's something that I've always enjoyed listening to. Uh, the song is called "You Are My Son" by Scarecrow and the Tin Men. And it's like an older type of, I didn't say, I shouldn't say older. It, it's got a, I don't know what the right genre is, but it's essentially the words and the lyrics are just so cool because it's the idea of Jesus saying like, you are my son. I, I cheer when you win. I cry when, you, when you're hurt. And he's like, but I want the best for you in a way. And like, I love that idea. And I feel like that's something that I've continued to like go back to with my faith of just the love that a father has and how God is our father. And he's, he desires this relationship with us, just like a father and a son. And to really kind of like, I've been trying my best to really just keep that on my heart as I pray. And as I go about like my week and my, my faith life to think about just, this is a, my father who wants everything from me. Mm-hmm. So I want to be able to build that relationship with the Lord as like a son to know that he loves me. Like, individually each and every one of us like i call you by name and that's in the one of the lyrics he's like i know you by name yep like i said a couple weeks ago he knows you by your name and the devil knows you by your sins yeah so it's like that and the sins is not a relationship like where jesus and you know the lord sometimes you harp on those and it's like open your eyes and just see what you have in front of you yeah and uh jump towards that Mm mm-hmm yeah, I, I just love that image of, of a father's love. And I think that that can be really powerful for us as, as we try and like shape and build our faith. So 
that's something that's been on my heart a little bit and that it was just kind of funny the the yeah. timing of it all and, this and week. enjoy your time with your kids don't look at it sometimes it's hard to not look at it as a chore you know mm. and that's one major thing is like you gotta really just enjoy that time you have with them yeah without a doubt the most line the most that i've heard from people from coworkers, from friends whenever i talk to them about the fact that you know we have a newborn at home they always say enjoy it like cherish it yeah it goes by so fast like that's without a doubt everyone always says that so like those are people that have been through it and like their constant thought to it is like enjoy every moment as that soon you as have. like they say they're only uh babies until they're like four like only like toddlers children until they're four and then they're like people mm -hmm. then they're talking to you into their own thing you know yeah at this time that you're with them they want they need you they want you mm -hmm. you know just to got to look at that as like look at that as like what we need from god is like that's the closest thing like on this earth that we can like compare it to yeah yeah exactly that ties it in it's that only only thing is that that doesn't go away when you get older you know like <laughs> yeah. the, the the child and parents yeah that's why i think a lot of what jesus talks about in the gospels and different things is like the love of a child or the faith of a child and like how a child is so dependent on their their parents like we can use that example to let that be our faith and how we look to to god for different things that you know we might be struggling with and that love that he has for us is always there you know like the feeling like when they first sit up or walk or anything like that and you're like wow so imagine god every day like seeing us do something that he knows we can do and we finally do it and he's like every for every person out there wow wow you know yeah it's such a and that's a lot of children for him. He oh just my gotta goodness. keep going. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> He's just Owen Wilson up in, in heaven. <laughs> wow. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but he has that love and I, I love it. I just picture that. him up there with like a bunch of security monitors. Just checking wow, everything. Wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> finally. Yeah, exactly. It's with the finally. <laughs> finally. And he Yes, we got that. Wow. wow. <laughs> that's great. That is such a cool image for us to try and use so and now it even ties into the parable we wanted to talk about today yeah uh, i have some interesting thoughts on that just thinking about like uh the wealthy man and um what he went through and like what god like the points like he was trying to say sure so with the wealthy man um <clears throat> jesus was teaching mm -hmm. right Yep. And a big crowd. And then these two brothers just pushed through the crowd. Like, hey, divide our stuff. Our father died and we need to divide it equally. Doesn't this I show don't know you why how I gave them an accent <laughs> like that, but <laughs> hey, yo, divide our stuff. <laughs> Jesus is like, uh <laughs> said, I'm, I'm preaching here. Yeah, he goes, I'm preaching here. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus with a Brooklyn accent. <laughs> I'm preaching here. Eh? <laughs> really bring it into And the... just like is <laughs> it's amazing though, like how like He's not even phased by it. He just like looks at them and just like tells a story uh, of like why they need to not look at wealth and things as a, uh, you know, such a need in this world. Mm. And that's just a common. Yeah. Like we live in a world where it's it, all about possessions. Yeah. It, it's like we um, we are constantly looking to upgrade our lives instead of like looking around us and taking it in and appreciating it. 
and uh we should like use our gifts uh to bless others and yes. that's what the wealthy man that was the point of this because the wealthy man was just using his to bless himself and uh he mm. was saying like what's going to happen when you leave this earth who's going to get it exactly huh <laughs> going back to that <laughs> but, imagine uh, Hey, yeah. I like that image now. I'm going to think about every time I'm going to read the gospel. Like, Jesus, Jesus in a Brooklyn like, accent. Hey, like, hey yo. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so the wealthy man, he had a farm and he had all these crops and he had a small house, right? So this is the story Jesus is telling the brothers. Um, and he looks at it not as like, oh, I should give some of these to the people in town. Or He's like, no, I'll build a bigger house so I can store all my um all this, uh, we'll call it corn, all this corn, yeah, you know, all, all these wealth, crops, yeah. all that stuff. And he's sitting back, relaxing, and then God, you know, says to him, like, about the, uh, what are you going to do with it, like, when you die? Like, yeah, no, where's it going to go? Exactly. It's just going to rot. So, like, that's the point. The point Jesus was trying to make is, like, like I said, bless others, like, you know, spread the wealth. Mm. Yeah. It is cool how you mentioned in the beginning, like, these, the brothers who came up to him and, kind of pushed, pushed their, their way, way and made their way through like they understood that jesus was yeah they know who he was and they're like hey do this um fairly you'll, you'll do it fair because mm -hmm. you're the son of god and, mm -hmm. and jesus kind of immediately was like turned their attention yeah. away from the possession and thought of it trying to show them like others and giving yeah. um he said the word covetness it was it was the uh when he started the Parables, the idea of covet. Yes, take heed and beware of all covetousness. Covetous. Covetousness. That's a big word. But I looked it up because I was curious. The definition. I was like, covetousness. Covetousness. Think about the words that he used. He was uh, well spoken. And look at us. <laughs> and these are all translations. So think of it in Hebrew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How they spoke or how they were written, wrote, and everything. So um, I'm not going to say it again because I think I'm butchering the word here. But it's a strong desire of obtaining and possessing something without regard for justice. Mm -hmm. That was like a quick warning. Jesus is like, like don't desire things without regard of justice or don't desire something that's not yours. That, or Yeah. That's which, the point of like, we're constantly trying not like to upgrade our lives mm. instead of just like, and like upgrade it stay, in, yeah. in earthly ways yeah, and possessions. Yeah. And yep. If I have this, I'll be happy. Yeah, exactly. You know, and looking for something Are you else. ever truly happy? You know, mm -hmm. that's the one thing you got to look at. Yeah. As, Our, especially yeah. in a world of like social media, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, it's easy to be uh, greedy or even just like jealous. Yeah. And that's, oh, yes. Jealous. Great word. Great uh, uh, take. That is one thing like you, everyone does it where you just look on social media and you're like, oh, I wish I like, look at this person's vacation and oh, it's not fair, mm -hmm. or, you know, always wanting something else yes. instead of, like, appreciating what you have and who you're spending your time with. You're always looking forward instead of, um, you know, taking everything in. Yeah, and, like, living in your moment. Yeah, because social media is dangerous in that way. Like, mm -hmm. people, you can capture something and make it seem like something it's not oh, a lot of it's fake too like i've known people that were like posting all this stuff that they're having great time vacation life and then all of a sudden they're divorced and you're like wait what yeah like i, I was just <laughs> following along you seem yeah. great yeah and it's not real it's not reality and it's, it's easy to just fall into that yeah. i'm thankful when i've stepped off of social media now it's been 
it's been refreshing because I'm not so like caught up in something that isn't like you said, like in your moment or present, you know, because I think you can constantly be looking at something else and you can covet that, you know, so you can desire something that's not yours. Um, interesting you say that. I was this professional wrestler. He, um, I read his book and everything. I follow, I I watch wrestling, but uh, this professional WWE. wrestler, um, John Moxley. No, AEW. I watch it. Okay, this guy. Yeah. Okay. Um, he didn't like where his life was going, and he didn't say he woke up and needed a drink. So he just checked himself in. He had a new kid, and he said. The most refreshing thing, like he said, I didn't have a problem with drinking. I just felt like I needed a change and just to like learn things. And he said the most refreshing thing was not having his phone. Mm. And that like cleared him so much more. Like this is, it's very, it's probably like our phones light, light up now. And like, I looked to see, and it's like something dumb like a family chat uh snapchat like of probably someone's coffee <laughs> and it's just like yeah you get drawn we're, to it. we're glued to it mm. we're drawn to it mm. and like that is probably um if jesus was back now talking about like the he would have so many more interesting parables you know, oh my goodness say, you know and that brooklyn accent he'd really yeah. drive it all home imagine <laughs> imagine those parables yeah because i mean we walk with this device that yeah. is in our hands at all times it's funny we said it the other time it's like we're trying to exist on a platform that is yeah. social media that is yeah. technology but we're also acknowledging the idea of stepping away from it yeah because of how important it is i think it's 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 a challenge and something that we can really look at and say what am i dependent on mm. like that wrestler you mentioned like he felt like he was getting to a point where he was depending on drinking. Yeah, and just... the point to, too, I was also going to, the I was saying, whoop, sorry. Uh, <laughs> whoop, there whoop. it is. <laughs> <laughs> there is an addiction also to our phone. Like, maybe that was, like, one of his strong addictions that was also bad. Yeah, and, and he didn't like, realize. Even not even having a text message mm. was great. Yeah. No, it is good to disconnect. Yeah. That's what I like. You it's hard to do because I feel like everything we have in this world is connected through our phones and there's so many positives to it, but there is a way to be able to Mm -hmm. try our best to figure out what it is that we're just almost too dependent on. And if we can break away from it, we can open ourselves up to so many different opportunities and things that can build our life in a more positive way. Like put the phone down and yeah, play Hang up and hang out. (laughs) We say that at family parties all the time. Hang up and hang out. I've been doing that too. Like where, like I get home, I go to work uh, five in the morning to one thirty, and then I get home. And normally when I walk in the door, Logan's waking up. So then it's so a constant play with me. And you want to just like kind of check out and be on your phone. So like, I've been like trying to like, you know, I put my phone on the charger, like try to walk away from it so that. I'm present because like even he notices like if you, he's like put the phone down yeah it's like you realize it it could be a, a issue but sure. uh, we're getting away a little bit from the uh, uh the, the Jesus parable. parable well no yeah. it's funny because that was something that I actually realized or kind of connected on so at the end of the parable you mentioned that God comes to the wealthy man and he's like what what are you doing because he all right he had, establishes that he has all this wealth. And he's storing all of his wealth in his own barn. And then he said, okay, I did well. I I worked hard. I have something. I have a lot of possessions. Mm -hmm. So he he says, I'm going to take rest 
ease myself, eat, drink, and be merry. And then God comes and he says, you fool. He's like, this night your soul is required of you. Mm -hmm. And it's something, again, that I've kind of, I've talked to Ronnie about this. The the idea of like, like you said, you go through your day, you have work, it's stressful. You know, there's different things going on. And then you come home and you, the first thing I feel like I find myself wanting to do after a long day of work is just do nothing. Like mm. to sit, <laughs> put on the Yankee game and, you know, hang out, eat my food and not yeah. do anything. But there's so much more that is required of you. And what I'm trying my best to really focus on and make sure is my priority is home because home is what is so important. And the relationships you have in your home and the way you, you carry yourself at home is so important, especially with little mm-hmm. kids, right? You're talking about how they can see what yeah. you're doing. So it's like Jesus, I kind of saw a little connection there of like a reminder of it's a challenge. It's not something that's easy for us to do, but we're, our day's not done. Like just because work ended, our day's just begun. You know, you come home, try, try, I try my best to be as present as possible and, and to continue leave, to. You got to try to leave work issues. Leave work at work. Yeah. <laughs> and that's sometimes hard. Done. Uh, yeah. I think I finally mastered it. Yeah. yeah. Good. Where I, I don't really let the everyday stress or people, uh, you know, words affect me at home because it doesn't matter. You'll get to yeah. it tomorrow when you can. Yep. And yeah, and it's just, I've been really trying to prioritize the importance of the, my time when I am at home. And it's a sacrifice, right? For us as fathers, it's, it's a sacrifice, but it's a sacrifice that we need to really fully embrace because there's so much that a father has to do for their home. And we talk about our father's love. Mm-hmm. Like God never takes a break from us. He's constantly ready to yeah. be there at our every need. So as I walk in that door after a long day of work, I'm, okay, you know, this is where my real job begins, you know, and let me make sure that I'm totally present from the moment I walk in to the moment that, you know, Elliot goes down for sleep. And then to not get caught up in the idea of like, okay, I did my work. I can relax now. Yeah. And it's and like, it's you- not bad to look forward to uh, bedtime sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> finally Fortnite can go on <laughs> yeah it's it is a uh it's a chore there's yeah. there's a lot of that's required of you so it can feel that way definitely logan, logan i go are you tired he goes no i'm up i'm up <laughs> like yeah well daddy's tired <laughs> well we start this new thing where um your energy's here we're here give us a minute to get to you so like he started saying it just like your energy here He's trying to get yeah. you up there. He wants you to run around. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny that that's like a, a workout in itself. Yeah. Just running around, keeping up the That was new thing. He wants to play tag all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. But go. he doesn't know how to play. <laughs> he just runs in a circle. Just keeps running around. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. I like uh, I like to hear those different stories because it makes me excited for like Elliot yeah, and where he's going to, what I'm looking forward to with him. So, but yeah, it's a... Uh, it's a full-time job being yep. a father. And, and just this parable here that Jesus is reminding us of, you know, your day's not done. Yeah, and think about this too. Like, um, you're, when you're walking through the gates, you don't have a, a moving truck with all your stuff. So, like, you can appreciate it while you're here, but just know it's not the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's exactly the, the possessions that we have on earth. Right, you said it yeah. before. You can't take it with you. We, we like I was struggling with the two this week. I was thinking too, like reading this. I'm like, oh, am I as bad as the wealthy man? Like I collect things. I have all those Funkos and all that stuff. Am mm-hmm. I? And it, it's not really like that because, like, I'm the, if I needed to drop everything for some, like, if I need to get rid of them, I would. Yeah, you know, it's not. So I 
collecting isn't that bad. <laughs> you can have your collections. Yeah, you can have your collections. What's like, um? Just don't make it a, a priority. Like, you know, everything's good in. I can't think of the word right now. In portions. In there's a line that that's there, but this is twofold. This parable mm-hmm. to kind of tie it all in together because we think about our possessions and what we have on earth, and then even more of like our possessions, but even more so like our talents and and who we are as people. Like God has blessed us with grace, with talents that maybe it's laughter, like, or maybe it's just being there to listen to someone. And that's important to use the talents that God has given us for the other. And I think that's also a piece of this parable as well, where it's, you know, your possessions are, if you're graced with these beautiful things, these great possessions, like God is asking us, and it's a challenge for us to share that with others, you know, like the, the wealthy man to just store it is, is useless. Mm -hmm. What is, what good is that if you're storing all your possessions or you're storing all your talents and you're not sharing it with others, God has given us these talents or whatever they may be. And he's asking us to use those talents to help serve others. Use your gifts to bless others. Yeah. That's one. That's a, that's exactly. So like he's talking about possessions, but I also feel like it can be just ourselves like our physical selves that we can be giving to others yeah. like in and sacrifice and it's not bad to upgrade it's just don't make it everything you're all end all be all mm-hmm. but um yeah there there are so many great i feel like you can look at a parable and you can find so many different um connections to it into life that's what's so great about the parables mm. stood the test of time yep. we're talking about farming and and we can still relate it to today yeah. in 2022 you know, i was um last week uh, when we were talking about the uh, how they want the disciples, the apostles went all to all these different places and they brought the Bible and stuff. Yeah, they probably had to wait around for it to be printed. Like they wrote every, you know, <laughs> so they they were hanging out for a little bit. They didn't just go off. Yeah, well, I guess so. Yeah, right? they put it all down and then yeah. they went to the printing press. Yeah, like wait, that doesn't exist. Yeah, I was I was thinking about that, just like trying to think of like the interesting like how they how they got it, how they wrote it, and uh, each of them went out with it, mm. you know. The and, word. And brought it to, well, they had half of it, right? The Old Testament. The Old Testament was they, a part of, yeah, yeah, of course, because that was a part of their teachings. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is, man, it just tells you how powerful it is, the fact that those words have yeah. lasted and continued all the way through now, and now we can read God's words here. Yeah. But, yeah, this is one of, this is not very uh, well known, this parable. Right? I feel like you think about parables, you don't think about this story of the rich fool, but uh, this is a great topic. I'm glad you suggested it. So I guess um, the yeah. theme is let's not let our possessions overtake our days, yeah. right? Let's Use allow your ourselves. gifts to bless others and yeah. just um, be happy. Enjoy your children. Enjoy your life. Um, praise God. Yeah. And, uh, praise God. Let us know what hurts more, a Lego or a car. <laughs> I think I'm going to stand on the Lego side. All right. You know what? We're going we'll to test it. We're going to test it. We're going to throw out a bunch of Legos and cars and I'm jump. <laughs> see, see what hurts worse. But, uh, let's go. Yes. There you go. <laughs> Our mustard shorts. Uh, we, we appreciate you guys. I Thanks. do have a shout out oh. this week. Oh, I want to shout out Brendan. Um, Brendan has been, who? Brendan. Okay. <laughs> Brendan has been listening. Um, he's been very involved, which is great. And I love how, uh, he appreciates the whole YouTube side of things. Yeah. So I want to shout out Brendan because we didn't get to him on our order of all of our, our cousins and siblings. Brendan's, Brendan's down there. So all 100, think about that, Brendan, all 100 
and something subscribers. 112. Heard your name. So yeah. shout out Brendan. And uh, why don't you test it out and let us know. You step on the Legos. <laughs> Come back to us with that. Uh, yes, we appreciate every one of you. Yes. And uh, thank you. Uh, if you're listening and you're not subscribed, hit that subscribe button. It helps us out. And uh, we appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Peace.